Folks, what is going on? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema, where we bring you the best comic book movie content. And today I'm joined by three wonderful guests, all from different parts of the world. Ohio, stand up. Oh, that's me. <laughs> California, what's up, man? <laughs> and Chicago, right? Chicago, Illinois. All right. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. And and I'm from Mississippi, but I'm currently living in Oregon. So we got a, just a cornucopia of people from all over the world here to join you guys today. And the topic today is quite simple, actually. Has Marvel's Phase 4 been a complete bust? Phase 4 started off with the Disney Plus series right? WandaVision, which ended up being a good show. You know, it started off really slow, but I will say, you know, it ended up being a good show. It had its missteps with <clears throat> Ralph Boner. <clears throat> and, you know, then we got some other Disney Plus series. And after the Disney Plus series, we were introduced to a lot of new characters. Shang-Chi, you know, Black Widow is not a new character, but it was her first solo film which unfortunately a lot of people thought was just mediocre or maybe I'm in the minority when it comes to that, but I think that's the general consensus. And I think that a lot of that was due to the time that it was released. Had it have been released like right after civil war, it would have been a lot more fresh on people's brains and they would have been, you know, but it came out years and years after all that stuff went down in 2016. I think it suffered from that. And we also got the Eternals, which is, Marvel's lowest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, if that says anything, a movie that I initially enjoyed when I watched it, but after I watched it again, I was kind of more like, oh, maybe I, I got a little too excited after this movie came out and gave it too, too high of a rating. And then we also got, you know, the last Spider-Man film and the Doctor Strange part two, which we just recently discussed on this show. So we've had some good ones in there, but my, my fear is, is Marvel getting too cocky? Are they losing touch with their fan base? Or is it a combination of multiple things? You know, even Moon Knight. My wife loves Marvel with me equally. We always go see these movies together. When they come out, when the shows drop on Disney+, Plus, we're always there the night that they drop. She didn't like Moon Knight, guys. Like, she almost, mm -hmm. she was this close to giving up. I had to talk to her, talk her into finishing the finale, like, for a week before she was finally like, okay, I'll watch it. What do you guys think? Do you think that phase four has been a bust so far? Or do you think that it's, I mean, obviously it's got some redeemable movies in there, but what do you guys think? I think the problem is, is you have phase four and then you have phase one of the t television shows. So if you think back of like phase one of Marvel, most people are going to say that the best movie was Iron Man and all the rest of them really sucked besides the Avengers. So, I love Captain America, the first Avenger, but there's a lot of people who do not like that movie. They say it's slow. There's a lot of people who don't like the first Thor. And I'm just thinking maybe it's because they're not really finding their footing yet with the TV shows. I loved Moon Knight. I thought Moon Knight was probably the best one out of all of them personally. Hmm. I thought it was decent. It definitely got better in the last two episodes, but the finale also was, was a bit of a letdown for me, but at the same time, it was something very unique. And maybe that's part of the problem. Like Marvel's kind of built this blueprint 
And if they don't do something that's exactly like what they've always given us, some fans like tune out because it's like, well, this isn't Marvel. You know, this is what they're trying to do. Like change the formula up a little bit. It's kind of backfiring. Maybe. I don't know what you think, Calvin. I kind of liked, I liked a couple of the movies and you know, I, I thought Moon Knight was pretty decent. I really liked that actor. I, you know, forgot his I'm name, but oh yeah. 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 I, I like the old Marvel movies more. I, you know, that's my personal opinion. I kind of, I, I didn't finish Eternals. I, I got like most of the way through it and fell asleep. I don't know when I fell asleep, but I never rewatched it. But it you know, I do have to go back and rewatch that, especially after watching Doctor Strange too. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I like some of the older movies more. I thought there was a little bit, a little bit more exciting. I would agree with Calvin. Um, I, overall, like if I look at all this content in Phase Three so far, I mean, there's just so much good stuff there, and it's like. You kind of got to pick and choose in phase four, four so far. I have, I think I've actually enjoyed the Disney Plus shows more than most of the movies, aside from like No Way Home and now Doctor Strange 2. I, I thought the Disney Plus shows have been really, really good. It's just like, it's so focused on like, we're finally seeing the characters we love, like Hawkeye, Do- Doctor Strange, all of them even more. And then like, they're already passing the torch off. Like, and you know, we've talked about this before on other shows, Jonathan, like that's just like the Disney formula and it's all geared towards going... I don't. So is Phase Four just geared towards building the Young Avengers, or is the main villain going to be King the Conqueror, or what are they doing here? Or, or is it like you know, it's kind of. It was very clear knowing uh, in Phase Three where it was going with Infinity Stones and Thanos, and it's just it's a little more ambiguous so far in uh, what the uh, focus is in Phase Four. So it could well, get think- better. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's the multiverse slash Kang at this point is what it looks like. But I'll be honest with you guys. This is another controversial opinion. I think that I'm probably in the minority when I say this, but I wasn't a big fan of the Loki show. I thought it was very unique and very different. But at the end of the day, I wasn't a fan. You know, Hawkeye was okay. It was fine. It was funny. It was good. It was it was cool. What if, you know, it was hit or miss? Like there were some episodes that were really slow and just random as hell. I mean, it was it was cool to see certain characters teaming up and this and that on what if. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know what what if just def- definitely didn't blow my socks off. If, if you're comparing phase one to phase four, because it's kind of the same thing, right? They're building towards a big epic team up eventually. I think that phase one is night and day better than phase four so far, even including the Disney Plus shows. But that's just where I'm at. Am I, also, I wrong? Well, I also you think just said that. that. <laughs> we agreed with you. <laughs> I also I also think like what they they have this formula with the shows where they start out slow. They pick up in like the fourth and fifth episode. And then the finale kind of is just okay. Maybe even sucks. So like Mm -hmm. the best episodes are like four and five. I mean, they should be starting it off fast, slowing it down. And then the last episode should be, you know, crazy to get you ready for the next movie. But personally four of in phase four, three of those movies are in my top 10. So it's kind of, I don't know, the shows themselves, not so much, but I was a big fan of, of Shang-Chi. I, I like that movie a lot. I did too, but it's not, I mean, and this is just personal preference. We all have different opinions on movies. Movies are subjective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that generally it was well-received and it should have been, you know, I think that it was a better done version of Black Panther uh, because you're look, you're talking about a lot of mythology, like uh, Asian mythology specifically. My wife is Filipino, by the way, and she loved it. 
I don't know that, that it's in her top 10. Quite possibly it is. But I don't know. For me, in the third act, they lost me with the dragons and everything. That was just kind of like, for me at least, that was – and I don't know why. I don't know why in a world where gods have hammers that conjure lightning and and you have uh, witches that can, can get into tr- people's minds and break their necks. I don't know why it's so hard for me to grasp or to swallow a flying dragon sequence, but it is. And it just felt out of place. I, that was my biggest problem with Shang-Chi, the third act. It was a great film. I loved the characters. I loved Aquafina, which I thought that that was going to be the new Darcy <laughs> to me. Darcy was like so annoying to me in Thor yeah. 2. And they ended up, you know, making her a lot more tolerable in the WandaVision show. But I thought Aquafina was going to be the new Darcy, and she wasn't. She totally wasn't. She killed it in that movie. I don't know, dude. Like, that's that's kind of where I'm at. And, and yeah. also, when you think about television shows, like, shows that I love is a show that I'm currently watching. Don't spoil it for me because I'm not through all the way yet. But Ozark on Netflix, edge of your seat, you're dying to see what happens next. I can't wait to watch the next episode. Breaking Bad, same way. They hooked me from episode one. Walking Dead, initially, the first couple seasons, then it started to go, but Marvel hasn't done that yet with any TV shows, in my opinion. They haven't put a TV show like that just really just got me like pumped up, with the exception, and I know this is unpopular between Darren and I. We don't agree on this, but here we go. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was absolutely, hands down, the best show that Marvel's done. Because it had those elements in there. You had the episode that ended with John Walker cracking that shield over that dude's face and killing him publicly and people taking pictures with their cell phone. Great. Absolutely wonderful. You had Baron Zemo in that show. I could not wait to see what he did next. He was such a fascinating villain that they made even more fascinating with the show. That's kind of why I liked it as much as I did. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you think that Marvel's delivered us any shows that are just like, edge of your seat like i can't wait to see what happens next week not really you like that with moon Knight? uh i mean it's more so i like it's like water cooler talk so i work at a hardware store so like a bunch of us will talk about that and i think that's my favorite thing about it that it does come out week to week and if you don't watch it on the day it comes out you're gonna run into spoilers from your friends at work on twitter mm-hmm. yep. so it's like you almost have to stay up on that I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier was my least favorite. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was not. I think you know what I expected so much from it. I think that's my problem. There, I go into some of these expecting so much, and then I, I'm let down because it's not what I wanted it to be. I just, I don't know. I thought there would be a lot more action, and to me, yeah. there, there wasn't as much action as I expected it to be. It's, Almost all the. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Especially in the first episode. The first episode starts off really good. And then it just like, there's no action for like two episodes. And I was like, man, what's going on? Yeah. To your point, Jonathan, I like a lot of the same things you said though, like Zemo and all that. And the action scenes they do have is is great. And it's like, yeah. So like uh, you said, Angelo, like the first scene, it's amazing. Like aerial battle, just flying through canyons and stuff. And then the next, like however many episodes until we get to the end, they were just filler content, basically. What about Loki? <laughs> Who? Come on, there's a whole episode, Loki. There's a whole episode where they're just walking around. and. Well, no, you know, no, I've always admitted that was a terrible episode. I agree with that one, yeah, where they're walking around talking about feelings. Yeah, I get it. Multiple episodes like that. There's not that much action in Loki. Like The, well, the best be that, action though. sequences I can think of is him fighting some 
weird police, the TVA with little wands that if they touch you, they send you to an alternate dimension. Like Loki wasn't meant to be that though. Do you think he wasn't like a a, Loki always used his mind and cunningness to beat uh, defeat his foes and things like that. I I don't want to see a whole series where he's walking around fighting guys with his cane. He suddenly looks like John Wick or something. I don't know, Um, but uh, I guess so. Yeah. Captain, I just wanted to see more action. I wanted to see a little bit more. Um, I did like the uh, the dynamic, and I've said this before, between Sebastian Stan and uh, Anthony Mackie. I think they're great together. And then I did not like Carly Morgenthau's character or any part of that storyline. Yeah, that's the only part about the show that I didn't like, uh, the Flag Smashers. I think the general consensus, at least among us four, is if they've at least gotten on a shaky path. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. That, it's nothing that they can't correct, though. We got a lot of exciting stuff coming up, but is that the problem? Is it because there's no like familiar heroes? Is it because we're getting characters like Moon Knight and Shang Chi and the Eternals? People are characters, groups that people have never heard of, yeah. or is it because I mean it, that might be a factor? I think that's quite possibly a factor. And then you got Ms. Marvel coming up. You know, she's gotten very popular in the recent years, but. When you talk about like mainstream appeal, like characters like Superman or I know this is DC, but Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, those three characters, my grandma know who's the, knows who those characters yeah. are, right? She doesn't know who Ms. Marvel is. She doesn't know who Moon – no one knows who Moon Knight is, I don't think. I think that that has something to do with it. I don't know if it's a problem. You know, the next movie we got coming up is the, the Thor movie, which I'm sure is going to be fantastic you know they're going to eventually get to a point where they're building towards a big, epic team-up. Maybe we just need to be patient. I don't know, but I, I definitely think that they've gotten to a shaky start, for sure. For being new characters, I look at Guardians. You know, like Nobody knew who the Guardians were, really. If even they, Iron Man. Right, and even Iron Man. If you weren't following comics, you really didn't know who these characters were. It's just, I feel like Guardians were, was well done. James Gunn is another awesome director. They could put it together with these people that we don't know. It's just maybe they're picking the wrong writers or they're choosing the wrong storylines. Uh, I'm not sure. Like I don't, we don't even know where Moon Knight's going to go from here. There was nothing to like lead us down another path on where Moon Knight comes back next, if he even does at all. At all. Oh, he'll be back, I'm sure. And by the way, I actually really enjoyed that last episode. Uh, the whole. I love the monsters battling in the pyramids and everybody. Oh, from you and Amit. That was yeah. so cool. Yeah, that was cool. And I liked uh, when he finally regains his power and uh, he's just soaring across the desert uh, to get to Harrow. Yeah. Um, that was like Moon Knight reminded me, and this might be sound a little bit weird, but you just hear me out like a, a like kind of like a cross between Indiana Jones and the original Michael Keaton Batman in a weird way. Um, it started off kind of like a, an adventure, archaeological, and I guess you could put. <laughs> Uh, seven in there too since he's a nutcase but uh yeah no i i really enjoyed moon knight back to you yeah things are shaky you know i want to see stuff that characters that i'm familiar with and maybe i'm a little selfish for that but like so when i was a kid i didn't have a shang chi comic book like or anything like i had spider-man i had fantastic four i had the halt like x-men so those are the things I want to see, and they're just sitting on a lot of these properties. And I get they want to try to do them right, but now they're just flipping out. What? Hey, what, let's see what works here. Let's see what works here. And I like that, but no, um, it's very hard to mimic what Gunn did, to your point, Angela, with the Guardians of the Galaxy formula, or even what Taika did to reinvent Thor. And hopefully, I think that's what their angle here was with Doctor Strange was let's have, let Raimi take a stab at it. 
So I agree. I think they kind of reinvented Doctor Strange a little bit in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe my expectations are too high. You know, this is probably not everyone's number one, but it's my number one. The first Avengers film. The reason it worked so well is because you introduced us to all these characters individually and gave us really freaking solid movies with those characters. They came together and it was exciting to see them coming together. And I can remember being in the theater thinking like, oh, I wonder how Tony Stark is going to be when he's talking to Captain America or, or Thor, you know, or vice versa. Like, I wonder what it's going to be like when they have that first interaction because they already had me. They already like had me so vested in these characters and I just don't feel like that's where I'm at right now. Like, will I be, I mean, it'll be exciting to see, to see Shang-Chi interact with, and we already got a little bit of that in the post credit scene with Wong. Uh, but am I excited to see the Eternals interact <laughs> with anybody? <laughs> because the answer is no. Nope. I, I just, even, even Angelina Jolie, like she is literally my favorite actress of all time. For multiple reasons, but uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, she killed it in Tomb Raider back in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. She was killing it and she still like did a good job in the Eternals. But I don't know. Like, I don't know, guys. I just, I'm not I thought, excited to see. Yeah. I thought I'm a lot of the cast of the Eternals return. did a great job. They're just, te- that movie is just a terrible story and plot. So, yeah. Nobody yeah, cares so- about really the internal, like, that much at all. So. I think that suffered from too many characters. That was like yeah. too many characters you're trying to introduce at one time. Maybe. Now, you know, they're going to have Fantastic Four. They're going to have X-Men. All this stuff's going to come out. But like, do you guys think like a movie like Blade, like I feel like Blade is really hyped up right now. Like people are talking about it. Do you think that they're going to overhype that so much that when people do go, it's going to, they're going to think it sucks? I hope not. Because I'm actually looking forward to Blade a lot, and I love Mahershala Ali. I loved him in the Luke Cage show as Cottonmouth. Oh, yeah. And, dude, I can't wait to see him. The only thing that I'm kind of makes me uh, take pause a bit is now maybe he's gotten more bulky, but at least in the Luke Cage show, he was about as big as me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see my Blade, like, jacked. I want to see, like, a Wesley Snipes type. Yeah. So hopefully he bulks up a bit, but – He's a great actor. Yeah. He's he's got the voice for sure. As long as at the beginning of the new Blade movie, it starts with Jared Leto's fa- er, as Morbius, and then five seconds in, his head gets cut off by Blade. Done. That would be great. <laughs> ten, out of, ten out of ten. Like we'll just wipe the slate of that one. Here's Blade. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thank you for joining me for this discussion. Uh, make sure you check uh, Darren out on his other socials. Darren, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so I work with uh, part of the M6P. You can find us on Facebook, the M6P.com, MarvelousBox.com. We're also on YouTube and uh, a few other social media outlets and various whatnot. And also 5 O'Clock Collectibles on Facebook, YouTube. We just talk all stuff collectibles, sports, comics, cards, everything. So, uh, yeah, movies. What about you, Mr. Pasconelli? Find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube uh, at Passport Point. I talk about, you know, movies, music, TV, comic books. Usually on my Instagram, I try and post daily. Like I do a thing called Music Mondays where I go and deep dive on a on an old album, listen to it again, tell you what my favorite songs are, you know, little stuff like that. But yeah, check me out, Passport Point. So guys, until next time, have a good one.